previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. I got a picture taken with Liz Clark, and that was, you know, just a a lifelong crush. Not a lifelong crush, but (laughs) my my wife knows, you know, if Liz ever called, I, you know. (laughs) She's not. Are we allowed to say the list anymore? Remember that list? I don't know. I, I just did, though. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast, and it's, I'm going to need some help. So, rough weekend of football for Chuck here, but we've got a full house. We've got Roxy and Chuck and Simon finding his underpants. He's back with us. How you doing? <laughs> hey. Hello. I never All found right. the pants. I just came online anyway. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're going <laughs> pants trousers list, I guess is how they say it there. Hey. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, as I just referenced, rough, rough. I spent all day, first of all, talking Chuck off a ledge as mm, the Chiefs, yeah. as we like to call the chefs, do pull out a win, even though their quarterback goes out over the Browns. They don't cover, but they do win 22-17. Chuck, you were a mess. That's all I can that say. Was a mess. A- I'm still I'm still reeling from the from the effects of being such a mess, a puddle. It was literally just a puddle. That uh, <laughs> was all I could do to eat dinner and go to bed by like nine o'clock because I was just, I was emotionally exhausted. Well, and Jamie, Julian, I do apologize. I did want to check in on you. I knew you were in good hands, but I had my hands full with Chuck. I had to like call him three or four times. I was like, breathe, Chuck, in through the nose, out through the mouth. I felt like Mr. Miyagi. It was it was absolutely crazy. It was absolutely crazy. As I said, Casey wins over the Browns. Now, we always let the pros do the X's and O's. We're just reporting the scores and stuff like that. But they don't cover for all you Loyals picking games fans, yeah. I guess I'll say out there. First, let's go back to the other AFC game on Saturday. Bills over the Ravens. We're sorry, Jen Babish. It, that was a rough go. They lose 17-3. to So Buffalo moves on against Kansas City. Chuck? What are you thinking? Did just, you see what, the story about the Bills fans that, well, if you don't know, the Ravens quarterback got concussed also in that game and was out. And the Bills fans in good, I don't know, showing good face, I guess, got together and made a sizable donation to his that quarterback's charity, I guess, saying we're, we're glad you're OK and all that kind of thing. And I just thought it was kind of classy for them to do that. Yeah. No, I did not. I didn't know um, anything about that. Yeah. So, but yeah, moving on, I, you know, it, a lot's going to happen in the next few days to find out whether we're going to be underdogs at our own stadium or favored. So we'll see what happens well, with uh, Mr. Mahomes. Well, the line already came out and you are favored. That was the initial line. That, you're right. That could change at any moment, depending on what Mahomes does. And uh, quick, right. I, my my apologies, my apologies. It The group is called Little's Picking Games, not Loyal's Picking Games. Little's Picking Games. Good friends over there. That's a real fun group, by the way. If, if you're into any type of betting whatsoever, you know, like what the point spreads are going to be or who's going to score the first touchdown or is Joe Arrow ever going to come back from Atlanta, scoot on over to that group because we're, we've got odds <laughs> for everything over there. So anyway, Simon, did you catch any of the football this weekend? I did, yeah. I, okay. I was watching the, the Kansas City game. That was, uh, that was tense. I, uh... mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm going to let you talk Chuck off the ledge. I'll, I'll <laughs> hang back. I had my hands full with the evening games. Yes, I know I, I shouldn't say it. My Saints, but they are. Mm. I love them so much. I, I believe the black and gold that I do feel like they're my Saints. And we lose to Tampa Bay 30 to 20. Chuck, just for the record, at least 
Get me some credit. What did I text you literally five minutes into the game? Ten minutes tops. You were texting that they, they needed to score touchdowns, not field goals. Exactly. I called it within the first ten minutes of the game. I said, that's it. They looked so good. That first punt return for like, what was mm-hmm. it, 70 yards down to their their own 20. And then they can't score a touchdown off of that. It was like, that was embarrassing. And then they get another great field position. They go all the way down and they can't get it in again. Two possessions. We only put up six points. And I just, I said then, I go, that that's over. You can't do that. You, you've got to, you had a chance to put your foot on their throat right from the get-go. Right. And we didn't do it. And we could have been up 14 nothing Instead, it was 6 nothing, And the rest is, as they say, history. This was so cool. If you haven't seen it, Littles, look it up. Tom Brady and Drew Brees after the game with their kids on the field. Did you see that? any of these guys? No. Did you see? No. Oh, look this up. It's so adorable. And I don't mean like right after the game. They always do that where they come over and congratulate each other, hug, you know, whatever, and mm-hmm. then they leave. Right. I'm talking about they're showered. Tom's probably ready getting to go to the airport to catch a flight back. Drew's getting ready to go home while they're on the field with the kids. You know, it's probably like the, the like when the kids run the bases kind of thing at the end of games and stuff. So they're I there. They're talking. Yeah. And so they're talking and <laughs> literally Tom Brady throws like a pass to the end zone to his to Drew Brees kid. I mean, how cool. was? Uh, I mean, uh, it, it was just it was just so Respect. genuine. If that was fake, I fell for it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but it, it looked so genuine. I'm sure it wasn't. Did, now, the other memes, my favorite one, there's a bunch of them, but my favorite one was Tom Brady has the exact amount of NFC playoff wins as Drew Brees does. Now, think about that for a second. They both have eight. Now, think about that for a second. <laughs> Wait, what? How is that? Yeah, think about this. Tom Brady has the same amount of playoff, NFC playoff wins as Drew Brees. How does that how does that make well sense? because he's won so many Super Bowls? Oh, that count? That, oh, of course. Yeah, you're playing the NFC. Oh, I, I see. Oh, I should have said against NFC teams. That's a good catch. Oh, uh, okay, right, right. That's right. a good catch. Yeah. So I I, I screwed it up. Big surprise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reading. Yeah, I was just yeah, yeah. I was just trying to remember it off the top of my head. But I mean that is just amazing. I mean, come on. I wow. mean, and he has two this year, obviously, on his way to the NFC Championship game, where he will face our last game of the weekend was the Green Bay Packers over the Rams. In my opinion, the worst game of the weekend. They win 32-18. The Rams just basically, I don't know, they, you know, they had come halfway across the country. They just didn't really show up. Luckily, that was the first game of the weekend. So it kind of just got us set the table. And then for a couple of the better games and uh, yeah, so we finally got it. Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers. I think it's what everyone wanted. It's not what I wanted, but I think it's what everyone wanted. They're finally going to meet in a meaningful playoff game, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's and supposed he- to be like freezing cold and snowing there, too. So actually in both places, I think, Sunday. So that'll probably have a lot to do with the game script next week. True. So as we said, we're going to let the pros do all the X's and O's on those games, and we just wanted to go over them real quick. Anybody else got anything to say about the, the playoffs? Any, uh, anyone watch uh, football? Soccer? No? Premier League? <laughs> No. no, great. Uh, <laughs> what? Wait, what? Oh, you're talking about football? Is that what you're Fo- saying? Football, Daniel? yeah. The one that actually uses your foot. 
I don't know. If you <laughs> no, I, I missed all that. We yeah. we were we were kind of busy. Yeah, watching the to yeah. play football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. There yeah. was a there was a big match, right, with the Man U and who was the who were they playing? Yeah, Man U got Liverpool, but basically it's just closest it's been for a while at the top. You know, there's only a, a two or three points between like the top six teams, so it's actually a good year. But it's it's a particularly good year to watch it because this really could go any way, and there's no team that's actually fully dominating. So. I uh, recommend any uh, any fans of sports generally that it's a good one to tune into. You know? I, I think we just lost all ten of our listeners. What, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have a question. I wonder what's worse, that or hockey talk. You know, they reference that a lot on the big show. Wow, how is that comparable? That's uh, is it wrong that I only watch hockey for the fights? Meaning, wow. if someone's watching hockey, I will ask them, let me know when there's a fight, and I will come and watch. <laughs> Is that wrong? I'm sorry. That might be a little wrong. (laughs) I don't condone fighting. However, I think it's absolutely hilarious when you've got these guys in their huge pads, especially when the goalies come out to try to join in on the fun. They'll do the pull the jersey over the head. And like, it's just hilarious to me. For me, hockey's a hard watch on TV. It's got to be. Yeah, it goes so fast. From what I understand, if you watch it live, it's amazing, which I've never done. But I just can't do it. All right. Well, let's move on real quick to a quick apology we have to Mr. Tony Beeson. In our last podcast episode, we had a delightful interview with Rob Culpine. And we forgot when I met, when I talked with Mr. Beeson, he was talking to me about Rob and he said, oh, and I told, I think I must've told him that there was a chance he was coming on. And he's like, oh, you have to have to have talk about this incident that happened. Make him tell you this story. And I dropped the ball. I completely forgot about it. But Tony, I, I did reach out to Rob and I said, I asked him about it. And this is what Rob says. He played on a Stan Musial summer league team as an 18-year-old against a team from Midland in Cincinnati, Ohio. George Foster's kid, Pete Rose's kid, and Ken Griffey's kid, meaning Ken Griffey Jr., all played on that team. Whoa. He goes, mm. he said, I didn't play much, but one day the game was out of hand, so they brought me into pitch. We were at Xavier University, and in right field, there's a big science building, or at least there was, and Ken Griffey Jr. hit a ball over the fence and five stories up on the building. And the, the quote is, it still hasn't landed yet, apparently. <laughs> and Tony wanted me to ask him all about that, and I dropped the ball, I forgot, but he, uh, those were his words. Those were Rob's words, so that was fun to catch up with him. And, and, and lastly, before we meet this week's guest, let's do our A Tiny Little Suggestion segment. Now, we need to reference, I think, a little bit of an email, kind of going to rope this in together, okay? So we got a lovely email from Mary Faye Randolph, and she says a, she had a bunch of different things to say, but... One of the things she wanted to talk about was that she did read uh, Tony Kornheiser's book, The Baby Chase, and she said it was great to see what Tony was like back then before radio and TV fame. She says, it is gripping and educated me as to what can happen behind the scenes in the adoption process. The Austin Public Library had it about 10 years ago, but it has been removed from the collection since, and she wants to make sure everyone knows it's not because she didn't return it. Uh, she, she also wrote in that she thought a lot about the pizza eating discussion when she was watching Ted Danson and Mr. Mayor. And she was glad that Roxy, you noticed that too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and she also wants to make sure, you know, that she agrees with you 100% about the upcoming, which I cannot wait 
for the new TV show Clarice, which is based on mm. Silence of the Lambs. I cannot mm-hmm. freaking wait. That's Oof. another one for me that it's one of these like, please don't suck, please don't suck, please don't suck, because I really want it to be good. But tying that all in together to this week's tiny little suggestion, we want to reemphasize Cobra Kai. And if you got to listen to the most recent Speaking of Tangents podcast, I mean, hello, if Jason and KJ give it a thumbs up, that's what, like five thumbs up now? I mean, what are you missing? Go watch Cobra Kai. Now, they did give a very good suggestion is to, if you've never seen Karate Kid, you don't necessarily have to, but you probably should watch the movie Karate Kid, at least the first one, before you start watching the series, because it'll make much more sense and it'll be a much more enjoyable experience for you. As you get towards season three, you might want to watch Karate Kid 2, the movie, just to make sure that it's remembering what's going on. I don't want to give any spoilers with it. And then, but, and we're going to call this the tiny little suggestion for the week. And that's from Mary Faye, also included in the email. She wanted to know if anyone has been watching the new sitcom, Be Positive. And yeah. uh, yes, we are, Mary Faye, and we love it. It's great. I mean, Roxy, you've been watching it, right? Yeah, I enjoy that one a lot. I think it's yeah. I think it's a fun story. Yeah, it's really cute. So if you get a chance, maybe check that out. It's a really cute, you know, it's one of those little 30-minute comedy, and it did already get extended. So if you're worried about, oh, I know, you know, a lot of people now these days, because of the Netflix thing where you can just binge everything, I know a lot of people have been, since you have DVRs, you've been, like, taping stuff and saving it, mm-hmm. and you won't watch it. I know a lot of people that say that now, and I, I'm not like that, but they say, I'm not going to watch it till I know it's get, gotten picked up. Because they're tired of like watching four or five episodes and then their show and they like it and then the show gets canceled. Right. So uh, I yeah. do know that Be Positive was picked up for a full season. So you'll at least get your one full season out of it. So that's good news. And uh, yes, Mary Faye, we agree 100%. And that is your tiny little suggestion for our episode. Let's get the heck out of here because it is time to meet the littles. We'll be right back. Are you ready to rock and roll or what? We are being played in today by Bertrand's Wish. And this song is called Look At Yourself. And it's off the Shaken Not Scared album. If you want to get in touch with Bertrand's Wish, the best way is via their website, which is www.bertrandswish.com. That is B-E-R-T-R-A-N-D-S-W-I-S-H.com. Bertrandswish.com. And as always, we will play the full song, Look at Yourself, at the end of the podcast. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And we are so fortunate enough to have with us this time... Michelle Miller. Welcome, Michelle, to the show. Thank you. So how we normally do this is we just like to turn it over to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you want all the loyal littles to know. Well, I am originally from Massachusetts, so big Red Sox fan there. Oh. Um, <laughs> Amazing. 
No, Thanks. we're both diehard. Let's just pause there, okay? Let's just stop the show now, because uh, we've been actually accused of a uh, little Red Sox bias here, but we are diehard Absolutely. Red Sox fans on this show. Yeah. So. <laughs> we did not know that, just for the record. I kind of actually, now that you mentioned it, I did, because I did do a little peek at your Facebook and whatnot and stuff like that. So, But anyway, continue, please. Uh-oh. Big Red Sox fan. We could stop there, but let's go yeah, on. We moved down to Virginia about 15 years ago from Massachusetts, and we've been here since I've been working uh, moved down here for a job actually and gotcha. I work as a nurse on a cardiac unit and I've been here for 15 years wow now wow. this is that right in DC where are you exactly no I I'm actually in uh Charlottesville oh Charlottesville okay mm-hmm. great gotcha. and, although we yeah. have been to DC many times Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get into all that too. Uh, now, so originally from Massachusetts, did you go to school up there, or did you? I my first go around, I went to school in Brockton, and then this past couple of years, I've been doing uh, online classes through Purdue. So I've just graduated oh. from Purdue in July. Oh wow! Oh, well, congratulations. congratulations! Thank you. Roxy's actually been doing a little bit about that. You want to tell her what you're doing, Roxy? Well, I decided being a dancer, it could be helpful to know some things about the body and how it functions, especially as an athlete. So I'm going to school. I have a certificate now in personal training, and I'm going to be adding some, some continued education certificates along with that. And Excellent. it's just been really interesting. Yeah, it's been really, really fun. I was concerned with, at the beginning about the online classes because yeah. you're not having to sit in front of somebody and be res- you have to be responsible. Uh, but I found that I right. didn't have a problem with that at all. Yeah, right. I, I actually enjoyed it. The one thing I will say is I'm studying about movement and moving your body and not sitting on the couch like a lump all day. But I was so into my studies and my reading that I found that I was starting to get lower back pain because I was just sitting on the couch all day doing schoolwork. Exactly. So this next course I am just about to start, I am going to be more, more mindful of that and make sure I get up every hour or so and move around, take a class or do something. <laughs> now, Michelle, when Roxy was explaining, did you have the same situation where Roxy, when you took your final, you had to like set up mirrors and stuff so they could see what was going on. Yep, it it was a proctored exam with it, with the remote element, so I had to have a mirror set up. I had to basically give them a tour of my apartment to make sure that they saw that I I didn't have anything around, and I thought it was really really smart on them because. This is such an important, important thing. They don't want to certify people that don't actually know what they're doing. Um, I was a little intimidated by it, but it was great. I really liked how they did that. And then sharing their screen with mine. And when I was done, I could let them know that I was done. And I instantly got my report. So the same way that mine was my last, Mm -hmm. my capstone was I had to do a, like a 30 page PowerPoint presentation and then give it to the teacher and four other classmates. So it was was like a little pressure, but I didn't actually have to stand up in front of anybody, but it still, it made me feel like, oh my God, I got to get up in front of the class. And yeah. (laughs) Right. Now you work in the ER. Is that true? I don't anymore. I did when I first in two different ERs and it was a little bit intense and I decided to go back to my original cardiology so well first of all thank you for your service i know Um, i actually 
I actually have two sisters, one who does work in an ER up in New York, upstate New York, near Albany. My other one is it, she actually now get she's a teacher down here near outside of Nashville. Oh, nice. And uh, so I do. I actually a, thought about doing that, but I don't mm-hmm. know. she does miss the actual hands on, I guess so you would say. Right. But she does really, really she gets very big fulfillment out of getting the next generation of nurses ready, I guess is how right. they yeah. And we yeah. have a lot of students, or we did before COVID started, but we have students from three different colleges that come and do their clinicals on my floor. So I get to do some of that with them oh, that's um, great. every week. And yeah. it's nice to see them learn because we deal with the specific advanced heart failure patients, the patients that have LVADs and lots of drips and things like that. And so they get to see that before they actually get out into the, into the working field. That's great. Yeah. It's been really challenging. I haven't gotten in too much to it with her, but I know she's been going on and on about how COVID has affected all of this. And oh, uh, absolutely. You know, in and out of the, because that's the thing. It's a lot of this stuff has to be hands-on. You have to be able to, I don't want to say practice, but you know what I mean. It's, uh, uh, you need the actual engagement with patients and experience. Yeah. What you're doing. Right. Right. So let's uh, go back a little bit. So first, when did you, how did you first hear about Tony? When did you start listening to the show? All that kind of stuff. I like Roxy, I was a tiny for a while. I would watch PTI with my husband, and he was the one that was like the little before me. And mm. the first Jingle Fest that we went to, he was like, oh, you know, they're having this thing in D.C., and I'd like to go. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so okay. actually, actually, pause there for a second, because that was one of my highlights. I was going to say, so you were a tiny who became a little, which is great. Yeah. So first of all, how's he taking this right now that you're being interviewed and he's not? Oh, he's I've so always excited w- about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. oh that's good. <laughs> he's giving me little pointers and things, so yeah. Oh, that's great. great. I mean, is he around? Yeah. Oh, okay. We might have to yeah. like bring him on later. Well, All right. I'll bring so him let- down when you're ready. Okay, <laughs> that'd be funny. We actually, I don't know if you have you been listening to the podcast. I have. Okay, so Bobby's wife, uh, Kim, I believe her name is. She came, popped on. It was really funny. It was kind of that came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, okay, love so that too. Oh my God, that'd be great. So, and someday, don't don't worry, sell him someday. He'll get his full interview uh, if he wants it. <laughs> uh, okay, so you used to watch PTI with him. I just watched PTI with him. I would because sports is on like twenty four seven in gotcha. my house yeah. most of the time, uh-huh. and I would just sit down and watch. I'd watch around the horn and I'd watch PTI, and that was about it. And when we went to this first Jingle Fest that we went to in DC, I I was like, wow, wow these people are crazy. (laughs) So at Jingle Fest, you wouldn't say yet you were a little, right? Oh, no. You you were definitely still a tiny. Okay. Because I want to know the exact moment when you said, okay, I'm a little. So go ahead. Well, and so we met Jen Babish there for the Mm -hmm. first time and Shad and a couple of other people that I can't remember right now. And everybody was so nice. And Tony actually showed up to that one. So we got pictures with him and he was very gracious. And so after that, I thought, oh, I got to start listening to this podcast and see what's going on. So I started to listen (laughs) and and I got interested and then I got hooked. And that's basically (laughs) what happened. Oh, that's great. (laughs) And and your husband was like so it. thrilled that's, probably. That's how my yeah, story and it's something started. that we can bond with. Uh-huh. That sure. we have together. Right. Yeah. And getting to meet Tony that first of... year was nice too. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, cool. Roxy's never met Tony. Uh, I've met him once. No. He's a curmudgeon. Yeah. yeah dream I comes in. I heard. 
word. <laughs> very, yeah. very gracious and very pleasant to everybody. Kind of sounds like the beginning of how I'm starting. I'm curious to see how the rest of my tiny little journey <laughs> goes, but. I did. I started watching Around the Horn and PTI with Chuck. We were on the road and I would sit there and watch with him and sort of try to figure out, okay, what's going on here? And now it's, I have a little game when I watch PTI. So it's, I'm developing. That's what happens. Definitely started. Okay, (laughs) Roxy, it's probably time. You should tell real quick. I know, sorry, Michelle, I know this is your interview. No, you're fine. Roxy, tell tell them your game because it drives her crazy. And I've tried to explain to her, which I'll get to in a second, but go ahead. So I would always get frustrated at Tony and Wilbon when they wouldn't finish the, what is it called? The big finish. The big finish. They wouldn't finish in time for the buzzer. And <laughs> now explain to the reason why they probably don't finish in time for the buzzer is so that they can date, they can, we'll try to do better the next time. But I just, it frustrates me, but I've, I've, I've learned to look out for it. So whenever I watch, I look at the time, I look at where they're at in which topic they're discussing. And I think, oh, they might do it this time. They might actually make it. And some days are better than others. I find that when there's a substitute, like Phil and Frank or somebody like that, he's not so bad, but some of them... They just go on and on and on. And I'm just sitting there like, they're never going to make this <laughs> ever. And, isn't that part of their charm, though? <laughs> it is. It is. It yeah. really is. Well, in all fairness so, to Tony, most times a... she blames Wilbon. She usually blames Wilbon for talking too much. Yeah, but... he pauses for a really long time. I get it. He's thinking about what he's going to say. But I don't know. It's just, it's been, it's become a fun little game I play. My dream is that they finish a show in time way before the buzzer so that they're just sitting there all nice with a smile on their <laughs> face and they say when the buzzer hits they say you're welcome Roxy <laughs> that's my dream somehow I don't think that will happen right that's well, what I tried someone to tell said I, well I do I think it was Claire who said and I know I'm mentioning her name she doesn't like that I think oh that's right said, her name why well, she said maybe for their final episode when PTI is coming to a close for good maybe their final episode they'll do that because at that point you can't get any better because there aren't going to be any shows so right there's hope. right oh well, <laughs> yeah. yeah that works yeah they yeah. won't say you're welcome Roxy but maybe that day they'll finally get it done in time before the buzzer sounds so yeah. they don't have to like go on but <laughs> sometimes it's the little things better next time right, right, right. Exactly. so uh real quick so you told us you are a Red Sox fan is that your favorite mm-hmm. sport I would say football okay so you're Patriots okay. fan? definitely football yeah Patriots okay. fan uh-huh. now did you meet your husband up there so is he a Patriots In fan too or oh yeah absolutely. okay that's good so how's that like being down there though well <laughs> <laughs> My I, funny story, my dad had his Patriots jersey on because he lives with us. And mm-hmm. he went to, I don't know, Lowe's or whatever, too. And some younger dude tried to pick a fight with him. <laughs> like, Oh, gosh. You're picking a fight with a 70-something-year-old guy because he's wearing a Patriots jersey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It's so all jealousy. I get, I get exactly. I get a lot of uh, hard time about it, but it's all in good fun too. Now, 
when you said Jingle Fest, was that the same time you got to visit Chatter? We actually have visited Chatter when it was there on a number of occasions. We went for oh, the podcast, went to see the podcast. We John and I had gone for trivia night a couple of times. And oh, wow. um, John went up for actually Bobby Godfrey's baby shower. They had at Chatter and he drove oh. up. So oh, we're probably about three hours away. So we think nothing of jumping in the car and going at like right. 3.30 in the morning to be there at seven for the table <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Wow, that's <laughs> yeah, to me, that's, that's, that's dedication. My uh, dad took my son a couple of times and he had a ball. He yeah, had an absolute blast. Yeah, he was so like how, 12. Oh, wow, okay. And would they be considered littles as well? Or, um, funny that <laughs> my son is not into sports whatsoever. Okay, he will sit and watch the PTI occasionally with my husband, uh-huh, but he's not, okay. he's not a sports dude. Yeah. Gotcha. Coming from this family, it's really strange, but you know, there it uh. is. <laughs> and how and how old is he now? He's fifteen now. Oh, he's fifteen. Okay. Yeah, so. much taller than I am. Finding <laughs> himself. So, um, all right, Michelle, you can stick around, right? Absolutely. All right. Well, look, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will come back because we've got some what we like to call fun dumb questions. But we'll okay. uh, we'll we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Roxy. As you may have heard recently on Tony's show, during the month of January, the Tony Kornheiser Show will be donating a portion of the sales from its online shop to benefit Rocco's Warriors. You may recall that Rocco is Robert Berg's nephew who passed away at age two due to complications from leukemia. Rocco's Warriors was created to help families with the financial burdens of caring for a child diagnosed with cancer. So what are you waiting for? Go to shop.tonykornheisershow.com and get your show hat or show sweatshirt and help us help them with this great cause. And while we're at it, we'd like to remind you of some of the other Tony Kornheiser Show promo codes. Johnny O is still TK Lights. Harry's Me Undies and Seat Geek is just Tony, that's T-O-N-Y. And Brooklinen is Tony K Show. Say goodbye, Roxy. Goodbye, Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And we are lucky enough today to have Michelle Miller with us, giving us all the background on her husband and her family and the, <laughs> the Littles in the family. Now, real, one quick question. Have you ever had an email read on the show? No, I have sent several, but haven't had one read yet. Oh, well, someday. We just got to keep okay. trying. Do you, uh, yep. <laughs> are, do you know about uh, Claire Smart and Funny Group? Are you a member oh, of that? Claire Smart and Funny Group. Okay, yeah. so ha- have you ever done a Friday Five? I have not. Would you like I to? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I like answering the I like answering the questions. I don't know if I want to come up with the questions. But, you know. Right. If she were to buy I I'd say yes. Well, mm-hmm. that whole thing just blows my mind too. I mean. Who did we just have on, Roxy, that was like, oh, the, but the level has been set so high. I mean, Eric's oh, drawings set the draw. And then we had Mr. and Mrs. Claw. I mean, it was like, that, it's, it's been, it's, the bar is set high now. And yeah, um, yeah, but they do, they're really good about it. They do encourage others to just come on. And well, my favorite actually was when Jamie was coming on to do the Friday Five. And she's like, look, y'all, here's the deal. <laughs> it's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> 
it's nothing in big. It's just this, this. And it was just, it was funny how she's like had to put the whole like stamp on it ahead of time. Yeah. About right. what she expect. Either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That one came out of nowhere for us. I'll be honest. That interview, we were, we had such a great time. Now, Friday Fives, it's just, it's taken on a whole new world. And the woman who I'm not supposed to say her name recently put out a gathering of who wants to do a Friday Five. She's booked now, I think, through April. I mean, wow. it was just the, re- the response was just so. I mean, because she made it public in one of the, I think it was probably the Smart and Funny group, where she's like, "Hey, if you want to do a Friday Five, let me know." And so she makes the schedule. Them. I don't think I'd really want yeah, to. Yeah, they're fun. I like reading them and I like doing them. <laughs> so, but it just amazed me that so many people. It, it's just so great. I mean, we all know the Littles in general are just such a great group of people, but they, they really all want to really get are. involved and they just want to do their thing, and it's it's so amazing. Roxy, do you have any questions? I I like this question. I've asked it a couple times, and I think it it could be your answer could be really interesting. Are you a glass half full or glass half empty kind of person? Uh, Mostly half full, sometimes not so much. Yeah. (laughs) No, I love that. Mostly half full. Yeah, I love that, especially the state of the world and everything that's going on. It it can be really hard to find joy and find optimism. So I always love when I I meet someone who kind of thinks, that way and it's a breath of fresh air yeah i think for but, a, for a while i was a, the middle of the road kind of half empty mm-hmm. but i think with with the vaccine coming out and all of that i think that the glass half full is kind of coming back yeah, yeah i mean i didn't know how much you'd want to veer into that direction is there anything you oh. want to go into with that i mean and Please. obviously we're just wear the mask just wear the mask I wear them for 14 hours a day. Just wear the mask. In in the last six weeks, it's tripled the the amount of people that are in the hospital, the amount of cases that we have. And it's just, it's not going to get better unless people just buckle down and do what they're supposed to. Well, I can tell you that the the healthcare community is just getting really tired. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Um, Yeah. They're actually mandating overtime now to cover the COVID units. So wow. wear your mask. Wow. That's all I that's all I got. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so uh, as I said, some of these are fun, dumb. Uh crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Oh, definitely smooth. Smooth. Now is there Good. any debate within the household? Crunchy. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I think everybody's pretty much the same. All right. <laughs> I ended well, up buying w- the wrong kind one time and it's still sitting in the cabinet. So oh um, wow. <laughs> well if it's extra crunchy you could send it my way. But I, I <laughs> Honestly, someone recently said um, it depends what they're putting it on. And that's a good I mm-hmm. thought that was a good answer. I was like, oh, OK. So, I mean, it's double the amount of peanut butter you have to have in the house. But uh, right. yeah, I, th- I think it was on his sandwiches. He liked crunchy. And if it was like on celery or something like that, it was smooth. So I thought that was mm-hmm. interesting. Oh. Uh, anyway, are you are you into the Uranus jokes? Always funny. Never, not, never funny. not funny. They good. make me laugh every time. That's awesome. <laughs> I love yes. it. <laughs> That's the yeah, one thing about not... PTI she loves. Yeah, I, I love Will Bond. And they drive Will Bond crazy, which is even funnier. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, and it's also one of those things where now it's got to the point where you you kind of feel like it's coming and you're not sure, but you think it's definitely coming. And then it's now it's like sometimes they'll tease you and they go in another direction. 
Yeah, uh, it's a, it's exactly it's I get the same feeling with though in those moments as I do with watching the time clock countdown <laughs> at the end right. of the show. <laughs> Just right. waiting for it. Is it coming yep. or is it not? Is it? Yep. <laughs> and now because they've been so often now for me, it's my new one is the penguin dance. Like if I feel that one's coming, I'm like, ooh, here it comes. <laughs> and it's so <laughs> infrequently, unfortunately, nowadays. I'm like, he's got to do one in the attic, right? He's got to do a penguin dance at some point. But right. we'll see. That's another one that's. Uh... I did get to see a taping of PTI. Oh, um, okay. During Way to bury the lead. A couple of years ago. John and I, we contacted Bonnie and said, you know, do you have any spots? And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we can fit you in for that evening. And it was a group of us from Jingle Fest that went. And I happened to be on crutches, so I was stuck in the control room and everybody else got to go into the actual studio. It was really interesting and they were very, very nice. It was really cool. Now, were Tony and Wilbon both on the show? or I think it was just Tony. I think Wilbon was remote. Yeah. That's another dream. I mean, who knows if that'll ever be allowed again? You know, let's get him oh, back in the studio first, obviously. I but, hope so. Because that would be a dream. Year. Yeah, sure has. <laughs> and uh, you do things like you create podcasts when these things happen. So, mm-hmm. you know. And we're so glad you did. <laughs> well, thank okay. you. That's really sweet. It's been a lot of fun. And I mean, this has been so amazing meeting so many different people. Um. Oh, well, do you think, I mean, I don't want to bother him. No, would your husband yeah. want to come in? Let me just holler at him. Hey, Miller. <laughs> hey, Miller. I'm totally keeping that in. <laughs> What's his name, John? John. John. Here. Hello. John Miller, welcome to the Loyal Littles podcast. Hi. Good morning. Good morning or afternoon. <laughs> we had to say hi. I was How like, are you? he's right there. I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> Doing We're, great. <laughs> now, don't you worry. You're gonna get your chance at this. But oh, we did no, want. No, that's okay. We we wanted. We did have one question though. We were like, so how jealous is he that? Okay, so she was a tiny that became a little. You're the loyal little from ever ago, and of course we didn't know that. So we just wanted that's to get understandable. your. Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate. This is a a loyal littles podcast second, I guess we would call because uh, I, I understand you do know Bobby Godfrey, right? I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, we we've been to chatter with with him, and we went to the oh, baby the shower, shower, the baby shower, right? The baby shower. Oh, that's great. That's so great. <laughs> He's actually a, a dear guy. We I didn't even know him, and uh, you know, it's funny. Roxy and I say this all the time. How you know we get to know these people, and now we feel like they're friends. I mean, Roxy, you don't even know this. So our, I'm going to date this a little bit. I think it'll work out. But so we dropped our new podcast just this morning that we're doing this interview. And he literally texted me about 20 minutes into it saying, hey, listen, we we made reference to uh, Tony's other book, The Baby Chase. Yes, I've already listened to it. Oh, oh, you have. Oh, wow. Thanks. OK, yeah. well, he literally te- literally Bobby texted me and said, hey, listen, I've got a copy. You can you can borrow it if you want to read it. Uh, you know, oh, as long wow. as I, I'm sure as, I'm sure Bobby it, has everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he did say I have to send it back, of course. But I just that that kind of connective tissue that just blows my our minds away. It's just amazing how. Oh, is these people the these people that I've met through the show and have uh, gone dr- heavy drinking with. <laughs> um, they're, they're amazing they're yeah amazing. it's it is it really is but i mean seriously smart people oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely so this has been great i mean 
so this is like great. This is our first couple that we've had. Now, I mean, because Kim apparently was yelling at Bobby through the door saying he was misquoting something about <laughs> chimps or apes that. or something. Yeah. Right. So, uh, right. so I was the like, well, get her in here. Them. Get her in here. <laughs> so, well, well that's one John. thing I've learned from the from the show is all the all the breakdown of uh, monkeys to apes to uh, <laughs> whatever we are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did she tell you? And you can cut this out if you want. Did she tell you that you dimed her out? <laughs> no, I was going to. Oh, okay. That we what? <laughs> you dimed me out. You never I never did tell him what I spent. But now we know. Oh. Oh. oh I see. Is <laughs> that bad? No, that's okay. It was funny. It was really funny. He's like, oh, that's... You, know, you, you got a shout out on the show this morning. And I went, what? Oh, yeah, no. they mentioned they mentioned the thing, and I went, "My thing." Oh, <laughs> um, texted well, me at work. <laughs> Michelle, we actually should have like actually started this no, podcast no, no. with that. No, we really I mean, should have because so funny. I mean, and I did. If I do remember, I said around. I didn't give an exact yeah. amount because I wasn't sure. Honestly, I couldn't no, remember. That's uh, fine. I was. Just, he said you should give him a hard time about it. I said, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh no, you really should have, because that's kind of brilliant, actually. I never even thought of that. That's funny. But yes, in all serious, on behalf of all the loyal littles, thank you so much. That was so generous. I was, and, I uh, was thrilled to win it. Um, yeah. Because yeah. you know, you look at that, and, you, and I see friends. You know, Jamie, yeah, Rob yeah. and Tony Beeson, and I, I haven't, I can't picture it in my head, but I know, yeah. almost everybody on that that right. picture, and I thought. That's a great cause and what a great thing to have. Yeah, know? just in case, yeah. just in case, uh, loyal listeners, this is we're referring to the eBay item that Eric Lonergan put up there for bid, and all the proceeds went to Rocco's Warriors. So, and Michelle was the winner of the uh, bidding. I'm excited to get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a nice. And it's original because he doesn't do that. He doesn't give out originals. Yeah, so right. he'll send copies or pictures of them, yeah. but that's an original. Sure so that's gonna framed. be. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we won't we won't embarrass him any more than we already have almost on every episode about his right. his his talents and whatever. We won't call him what he doesn't want to be called, but yeah. and, uh, But you know what? Anybody that can do that is an artist. So uh, that's, that's that's what, what we, I say. That's what we say, but look, I don't, you know, look, it's like Gene and Genie. We don't we want to make sure we we refer to people how they want to be referred. So Yeah. Okay. But you know what, Eric? Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You're very talented, whatever, yes. and just eat it. So I, I feel like he's 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 the new like eat it Saliza for the Loyal Littles podcast, you know? Because he does. He literally brings so much joy to so many littles out there. Mm-hmm. And uh it's just really oh, great. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh all right, M- Michelle, it, as an homage to the show, we'll get you out of here on this. I think you know what's coming. Oh, Over okay. or under. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say over. However, okay. in this house full of mostly men, if it actually gets on the roll, I'm golden. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. I, I wish that's you a know, great we, answer. We need to start having notes, Roxy, so we can actually refer to the guests that have been on the show. But yeah, there was someone else that basically said that he's like, I don't care, just get it on the damn roll. He's like, exactly. just get it on. Yeah. So uh that's that's fantastic that would be my thing you know over but uh, if it actually gets on the roll i don't care anymore 
Yeah. You'll my take other... what you can get. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my, my other favorite one is I don't care as long as it's there and it's two plus. Yeah. But that's. Yeah. <laughs> like... yep. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's our other one. So, Michelle, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to. <laughs> wear your mask. Wear the okay. wear mask. Yes. <laughs> Just wear right. your mask. <laughs> so, and that's you're it. out there. You're out there in the groups, right, on social media, if someone wants to give you a shout-out? Okay, all right. So just look her up, Michelle Miller, in the Facebook groups. Thank you again for taking the time and for dragging your husband down. That was a Well, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to meet both of you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. You too. And all you loyal littles, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. Thank you again, Michelle, and to the husband for popping on. That was fun. That's another kind of a loyal littles first and we really appreciate it and uh let's get to some news all right our first news item is from the daily news uh it's uh from where you guys are up in new york city uh there's some stuff going on a new york city homeless man was busted for punching out of times square's mini mouse Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, apparently an unhinged, this is not my words, this is quoting, an unhinged homeless man socked a Times Square Minnie Mouse in the face in an unprovoked attack in front of dozens of onlookers, police said. Uh, the suspect, I don't want to read any names on here, was walking through the crossroads of the world around 1.30 p.m. Friday when he saw the 43-year-old costume performer near 42nd Street and 7th Avenue. Suddenly, they stormed up to the woman and punched her. The woman had her Minnie Mouse headpiece raised to her forehead and was hit in the face. They did meet up with the guy. They found him. And, uh, yeah, he was apprehended. And apparently, the thing that's crazy about this is apparently he has a lot of other charges. Now, how do you all feel about these? In all seriousness, Chuck, you've been to New York many times. I know you haven't been in a while, but I mean, it's like a normal Tuesday afternoon to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mickey Mouse I don't gets know. punched by a homeless guy. What? What? I don't see. Yeah. I mean, look, if she was wearing her her headpiece all the way down, it might not have hurt as much. Right. I mean, I, I get that you're on break. Sta- I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm. I get a little weirded out by those like street performers only because they're not in character all the time, but yet they're dressed in character and there's all these young children and they get excited, but then they get up close and they see a person's face and instead of the, the actual character. And I don't know, it's just, there's the magic and mystery is sort of for her. I hope she's okay. I hope she didn't suffer from any super serious injuries. And like that was wrong of the homeless guy to do that. But I don't know. (laughs) Those things annoy me. What were you gonna say, Simon? Well, they're never the real character, are they? I mean, it's like it's like the poor man's version of Minnie Mouse. Yes. So it's like yeah. It's just so disappointing, you know. I just yeah, never understood knockoffs. the draw to it. Did the homeless guy tip her though? Because I know that they're big. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your tip. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They didn't say why it was provoked or like what made. I mean, I don't think the that's mouse a like real story like, there, isn't it? Like why? Like what is it like? Right. Ne- grow up never getting to go to Disney or. Or does he wish he was with Mickey and, and she's just in the whale the whole time? Like Maybe. What? I mean, that's the thing. It's like maybe there's some underlying situation Story. there. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe maybe this guy was attacked by mice at some point and just <laughs> has had enough. And he was like, I, I'll Whoa. get you. Speaking of mouse running around, uh, Roxy, 
Uh, yeah. Simon, you almost got a call last night at like one o'clock in the morning. Three in the morning. In the morning. Ooh, no, it was no, like it three, in three in the morning. morning. Because I know what time it was because I got the call from like a thousand miles away. And I'm like, what the heck am I going to do? And uh, Roxy, what happened last night? Okay, well, I'm sitting on the couch watching TV, minding my own business. And I see a flash out of the corner of my eye. I look in the hall and I see a mouse scurry. Now, usually I see just a flash. So I'm, I, this is the first time that I've actually been absolutely 100% positive that I saw a mouse. So yeah, cause let's, let's explain that real quick. So sometimes, you know, you, you, you just, you just see things and you think, yeah, did I just like, see that? Did uh, I not see that? The bird you know, flies mm-hmm. outside in the shadow. Yeah. It's a know. shadow on the floor or something like right. that. Okay. All right. right. So, but you're saying so, you for sure saw it was a mouse. I for sure saw a mouse and it was obviously because I'm here alone without a cat or anybody to help me. Of course, it gurries into the bedroom and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So I call Chuck and he is like, well, you know how to set the traps, right? I said, yes. So he kind of. Well, that was my first question. Do you have traps? And you were like, yeah, I've got like three three traps. Yeah. And like plenty of teas and whatever. So. Then it was trying to figure out, okay, well, where do we think it's coming from? Should, should we pause there for a second? Now, Simon and Chuck, what do you put in your traps? Do you put cheese? Because I know people that put peanut butter, and I don't know if it's crunchy or smooth. I don't care about that. But <laughs> do you put do you put cheese or do you put anything else in your mouse, mouse traps? Um, I've always gone with peanut butter. Whoa, yeah. okay. It's easier Simon? to, um, they can't knock it off as much as cheese. Haven't had that as a major issue. Uh, well, but what would be your go-to, Simon, if you had to like set a mouse trap up in your? If I had to attract a mouse, wow. Well, that's that's getting you. And a real mouse, not one in Times Square, like a real <laughs> mouse. <laughs> that's that's uh, had some ideas. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd pro- probably a little piece of bread. Actually, I think. Oh, know, okay. Like mm. you know. You know, like a little biscuit. I had a feeling. I had a feeling over in London they might do things a little differently. That's why I wanted. I just genuinely wanted to know. Okay. All right. Roxy. Yeah. So anyway, there are a few holes in the apartment, in the walls that I've tried to go around and plug up where I think the main trouble spots are, but I forgot that I think there are a couple holes in the closet in the bedroom. And of course I forget about it because New York living, the closet is packed with stuff, no food, nothing, nothing that could attract a mouse. Anyway, so, you know, like I said, I called Chuck. He helps me figure well, out where to set just these said, set traps. The traps up. Yeah, okay. There, yeah, set true. them up and set a couple in the closet. Maybe put one in the hallway where I first saw it. So I do that and I'm like, great. I'm probably not going to sleep tonight because the second I try to close my eyes, it's I'm going to hear the trap snap. And sure <laughs> enough. Sure that's enough. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's fast forward because. <laughs> that's now, the hard I, part. Well, so now we hang up the phone and I say, good luck with all this. And literally like an hour later, the phone rings again. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. (laughs) Okay, but this is what happened. I was in bed just like watching some TV, ready to doze off. And I hear the snap. Not only do I hear the snap, I then hear a little rustling, like shaking. Like it's still alive. Like it's still alive. And it was just like spazzing out as it was dying. And I wanted to cry because I felt so bad for this poor little mouse. But at the same time, I'm like, what are you doing here? dude like you would have been fine if you just like stayed in your hole i got nothing for you so <laughs> i'm sure the mouse thinking all these things it's, yeah right oh. yeah so chuck is like okay well get some gloves get two bags and pick it up i'm like i'm not going i'm not touching it 
No, I'm not. Well, Roxy, anything. let's be clear. My first thing was, what time is it? Can you call Simon? Because I was like, I, I don't have time. I'm like, I'm busy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not even anywhere near you. But we right. realized it was too late to call Simon. <laughs> so, that was my first go-to. And then I was like, maybe you just get gloves on and you pick it up like you're picking up a piece of poop with the grocery right, bag, like you know, inside out. Or, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, something like that. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I created a <laughs> contraction. <laughs> Oh. And I think it's pretty smart. I it I was social distance mouse trapping. That's what I was. That's what I'm calling what I was doing. So I have a, a broom and a dustpan, and they they both have long handles. So I'm like, this is perfect. I don't have to get super close to it. What I ended up doing was I put one of the bags. I lined the inside of the dustpan with one of the bags and then I covered the broom with the other bag this way everything stayed clean and sanitized yeah and I brushed it into the bag that was in the dustpan and shook it down to the bottom closed up the bag put it in the other bag closed that bag up and (laughs) took it out we don't need to go all right wait so you're going into this much detail and you won't watch Clarice I mean come on like What's what's happening here? I think this is the reason she shouldn't watch Clarice. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you, Simon. I hate the idea of killing them, but because I love animal, I love all animals, and they all should have a life. But I'm I. That's all I had, and I'm alone, and this is of course going to happen to me. So it was all I could do. (laughs) I didn't want it crawling up and snuggling with me in bed, like. No, if you don't do something, there'll be more. That's for sure. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. So luckily, okay. there weren't any more after that. But I still have a couple traps set up just in case, and I'll have to dig through the closet and plug up some of those holes. Yeah, that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all you loyal littles, if you have a better way, or an easier way, or whatever way to catch mice for Roxy, let her know. And how can they reach you, Roxy? They can reach me at wtfcpodnet at gmail.com and I will gladly respond and sign my name, Roxy. Um, (laughs) Also, if anyone has any suggestions on how I can get around these rules of no pets in my place, let me know because I could really use a cat right now. Uh, <laughs> all right. And as always, we are on the Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. Don't don't forget to give us a like there as well. All right, all you Loyal Littles, thanks for listening. And we will see you next time on the Loyal Littles Podcast. And remember, if you're out shopping or doing anything tonight, use, use the, code. the code. All right. Take care, everyone. Wow. These people are crazy.
Loyal Littles podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. Oh, yeah.